true appreciation. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladhi nastafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. هل أتى على الإنسان حين من الدهر لم يكن شيئا مذكورا صدق الله العظيم And in many places in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala reminds us of this. That what was the origin of this insan? In this ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited, Allah Ta'ala poses this question that this هَلْ أَتَى عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ حِينٌ مِّنَ الدَّهْرِ لَمْ يَكُنْ شَيْءًا بَذْكُورًا That has that time even dawned upon a person? Has he even thought about it? And was this not a reality? Did he not understand the reality that a time had come upon him when he was something not even mentioned? Not even worth any mention. There was a time when he was non-existent in terms of dunya. There was no sign of his existence that he'll ever come onto earth. So this was his situation once upon a time. Then Allah Ta'ala further says, إِنَّا خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِن نُطْفَةٍ أَمْشَاجٍ نَبْتَلِينَ فَجَعَلْنَاهُ سَمِيعًا بَصِيرًا That we created this insan from this mingled drop which was najis, which was impure. If that fluid had to fall on the clothing, it would have to be washed. Can't perform salah with it. So wash it off his body. This was the nature of that substance that he was created from. But despite this being his origin, Allah Ta'ala brings us insan to a point of such honor and such respect that he has been made Ashraful Makhluqat. But why did Allah Ta'ala create this insan? Allah Ta'ala says, Nabutali. So that we may test him. Entire life is a test. And in order to make it possible for this insan to go on with his life, fulfill whatever his needs are, take care of his necessities, and at the same time dedicate himself to Allah Ta'ala and recognize his Rabb, Allah Ta'ala says, فَجَعَلْنَاهُ سَمِيعًا بَصِيرًا All the limbs and faculties, everything is the gift of Allah Ta'ala. Everything is Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat and bounty. But in many places in the Qur'an Sharif, two aspects have been specifically highlighted. Here also Allah Ta'ala says, we created this insan from such an insignificant substance and such a manner that insan there's no way that he can ever imagine that from this manner something will get created. But Allah Ta'ala brought about this insan 
Prosperity is a test and poverty is a test. Health is a test and likewise sickness is a test. Some person passes the test of health, that he uses it correctly, he uses it to worship Allah wa ta'ala, uses it to serve the deen of Allah ta'ala, uses it to be helpful to people and the makhluk of Allah ta'ala. And somebody fails the test of health. Now he's very healthy, very strong, can do healthy wishes. So now, does healthy wishes. Going anywhere, doing anything, unconcerned that all this is a gift of Allah Ta'ala. And at the same time, it's a test. And Allah Ta'ala has full control over it. قُلْ أَرَأَيْتُمْ إِنْ أَخَذَ اللَّهُ سَمْعَكُمْ وَأَبْصَارَكُمْ وَخَتَمَ عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِكُمْ مَنْ إِلَاهٌ غَيْرُ اللَّهِ يَأْتِيكُمْ In one ayat Allah Ta'ala enumerates the favor. Allah Ta'ala gave you hearing, gave you sight, and gave you hearts. Allah Ta'ala also reminds us in another ayat that قُلْ أَرَأَيْتُمْ إِنْ أَخَذَ اللَّهُ سَمْعَكُمْ Allah Ta'ala suddenly snatches your hearing away. And these things happen. Just recently somebody wrote out I don't know what happened, suddenly there was a sound in his ear and then that sound started getting louder and then suddenly he lost his hearing. This, this thing is just how it happens. How can this, what, there was no sign of anything, Allah's Qudrat. Allah is reminding us, in Allah takes away your hearing, which music you're going to listen to then? Then which obscene talk you're going to listen to? And then to say I want to listen to the Quran Sharif is too late. So hearing is gone. Then which illicit voice you going to listen to? Which call you going to take then? Allah Ta'ala is reminding us. That if Allah Ta'ala snatches away this hearing, then whose voice you going to listen to then? And then to say I listen to the correct thing is too late. In Allah sam'akum wa absarakum. And if Allah Ta'ala snatches away your sight, these things happen in dunya. Allah Ta'ala protects us and saves us. Allah Ta'ala snatches away your sight, Allah Ta'ala is reminding us. Then what do you want to look at? Which phone you want to look at then? And which sight you going to go on? And what you going to use your eyes to take you to which values? And all the various things that we get ourselves caught up in looking at what are you going to look at then? Then to say now I've given up casting haram glances, no sawab in that. Because a blind person, what is going to see? The blind person, if he says that I'm not going to look at anything haram, he doesn't get any sawab for it. Because he isn't able to do that. But a person who is able to see, he has the ability of seeing things and the temptations are there to look at it and he says I'm not going to look at it if my heart breaks it will break, it will break for Allah Ta'ala but I'm not going to break the command of Allah Ta'ala that is something that will take him very close to Allah Ta'ala that is the mujahala that he's making now Allah is reminding us قُلْ أَرَأَيْتُ مِنْ أَخَذَ اللَّهُ سَمْعَكُمْ وَأَبْصَارَكُمْ وَخَتَمَ عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِكُمْ Allah Ta'ala seals your hearts. Man ilahun ghayrullahi ya'atikum. Is there some other deity, some other God, someone else that can give it back to you? Anybody else got any control over it? 
Only if Allah has control. And if Allah snatches it away, there's nobody to give it back. So this whole life is a test. And these faculties Allah gave us, this is part of this test. And what do we do with it? How do we use it? Do we use it to get closer to Allah Ta'ala? That is the ultimate. That we make Allah Ta'ala happy. That is the purpose of our life. وَرِضْوَانٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرٌ The ultimate is Allah Ta'ala becomes happy. We try to make ourselves happy, make ourselves excited, and entertain ourselves and what not. But if we haven't made Allah Ta'ala happy, we've achieved nothing. And the reality of that will open out when a person's eyes close. Now you see what I brought. Nothing. And that very temporary life of dunya is gone. Now you have to face the everlasting life. And that opportunity to make the everlasting life was the temporary life of dunya. But that temporary life of dunya was wild away in entertainment, in idle things, in futile things, just trying to excite oneself and trying to entertain oneself and just in merry making and fun and chasing this and that and the other. And suddenly Malakul Maud was there. Now what? Now it's too late. Now to say, Ya Allah, send me back. Ya Allah, send me back. Now, Ya Allah, you send me back. I will now really be very pious. They're just words now. Empty words. You had your chance. You had your chance. You didn't make use of it. That's what will be told to the person. Allah grant us the understanding that now this is the chance we still have. And to make the best of this chance. This Allah's Qudrat that Allah brought us into this dunya. Purely it is His Qudrat. And we are entirely in the control of Allah Ta'ala. We cannot dare think for one moment that we have any ability of our own to do what we wish and how we want to do something and where we want to achieve something. It will only happen if Allah Ta'ala wills it. But this is at the same time a test Allah Ta'ala given us a choice in life. وَقَجْعَلْنَاهُ سَمِيعًا بَصِيرًا إِمَّا هَدَيْنَاهُ السَّبِيلَ إِمَّا شَاكِرًا وَإِمَّا كَفُورًا Allah Ta'ala says we've made this life a test now إِمَّا هَدَيْنَاهُ السَّبِيلَ now we open the path in front of insan so look this is the destination of Jannah you want to reach it this is the path but now you get some insan Allah Ta'ala says إِمَّا شَاكِرًا وَإِمَّا كَفُورًا you get those who are grateful and those who are ungrateful. Those who use the bounties of Allah Ta'ala to recognize Allah Ta'ala. Use the bounties of Allah Ta'ala to get closer to Him. And there are those who use the bounties of Allah Ta'ala to make shaitan happy. They use the bounties of Allah Ta'ala to please their nafs. And to be obedient to their desires. And break the commands of Allah Ta'ala. Imma shakira wa imma kafura. Either they are those who are grateful and they are those who are ungrateful. So now this whole life is a test. And all these faculties are a test. Now this insan, he is going through this phase of life. But this Allah Ta'ala's grace, Allah Ta'ala's mercy, His kindness. Allah Ta'ala wants His servants to become successful. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with that ability to succeed. But made life a test and gave us the choice. 
but to help us along, to nudge us on, to give us that motivation, to make us stop and reflect. Allah Ta'ala has made some occasions, from time to time Allah Ta'ala brings about occasions that make insan stop and think, but why am I here to start off with? What's my whole purpose in dunya? If a person doesn't know what his whole purpose of why he's in some place, then he's lost out. One person used to say that when they were studying and boarding in some place, so now when the time of meals used to come, so now it's to be eating time, so now some are a little bit jovial, so now one person he would address all the rest of the people there, the students studying, those in the room, he would tell them that look, that object for which you left your home and you left your families and for which you sacrificed and came now the time for that object came, now let's all go, meaning to eat so now he probably was reading some people's situation so he said well some seem like we just came for that now because we're not really spending our time studying we're not really spending our time really engaging ourselves in those things we should have engaged in so now came from far and wide sacrifice our home, sacrifice our families and sacrifice something else so now the object for which we did all this the time has come now, let's go and fulfill that so likewise sometimes we lose the reality of what we came in dunya for Shaitan makes us forget that our object of being in dunya is not to get lost in dunya and to make dunya the object of life and now all the time the aspirations are dunya have something, how can I have something better? That something that I have is more than adequate. It's serving the purpose well enough. Nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's serving the purpose well enough. In fact, the capacity of it is beyond what I can really take full benefit from. So many features in there I don't even know about. I don't even know how to use it. But it's serving the purpose well enough. But now there's something new on the market. Or somebody else has got something different. So now the aspirations of dunya just don't end. Because the market will never stop bringing out something new to make money. And then this hills in the insan, this greed in the insan is then once again kindled by all the adverts and all the things that he keeps hearing. Now the same hearing Allah Ta'ala is saying, this is your, your test. What insan listens to? All these things he listens to all the time, listening to dunya, dunya, dunya. And looking all the time, dunya, dunya, all the So now his heart also keeps absorbing dunya and dunya and dunya. So now his aspirations are also only dunya. That now what's the latest model and the latest design and the latest color also. This color doesn't really fit in, so now a new color has come out. Everything is there but the color is wrong. So now some doesn't matter if some amount is lost to update it, but now that it has to get updated and has to get upgraded all that same chakkar carries on because the sight and the hearing which Allah Ta'ala has repeatedly mentioned in the Quran Shari this is all the time looking at dunya and all the time listening to dunya and all the designs of dunya and all the fancy things of dunya and now the heart is only in that so now no matter how good something is by listening all the time to dunya and looking all the time at dunya the heart becomes devoid of contentment. That contentment and anath will be a will be history, will be gone. And when there's no contentment, then a person can have the whole world also, he still won't be at ease. 
if he has the whole world also, he'll still be thirsting for something else. So what is going to finish off at? And the person who has qana'at, he has contentment, then he is happy with what he has. Whatever Allah has blessed him with, he's more than happy. His aspirations are not dunya. He's not all the time looking at what somebody else has, and what somebody else is buying, and somebody else is driving, and somebody else is using. His sight is, Allah has blessed me with so much, he makes sugar on that. And his gaze is an akhirat. Allah knows best, when my time suddenly comes, I'm gone. When suddenly that moment comes, I have to leave all these things behind, nothing is going to come along with me. One very great king, before he passed away, he made wasiyat. He was owning like half the world in his time. He made a wasiyat when I, my janaza is taken. So I must keep both my hands out of my janaza, take it out of my kafan and put it on either side. Very strange wasiyat this is. No, you do that. Make sure that when my janaza is being taken, my hands are stretched outside, out of the kafan. Say that why? Say, I want to show everybody that whatever I own, I'm going empty-handed. Taking nothing. What's coming along with me? My kafan. But apart from that, yes, iman and amal. That is what will come along. Everything else will stay behind. So now in order to help us, in order to give us this boost, this motivation, Allah Ta'ala has brought about, given us these various occasions in the year, occasions every week, every week the night of Jumu'ah comes and such great fadail and virtues of Jumu'ah, the maghfirat and the blessings of Allah Ta'ala that descend, the day of Jumu'ah, unfortunately that weekly occasion too is lost in dunya. And then from time to time there are occasions in the course of the year, the month of Rajab comes, the whole month, the Mubarak month, then the month of Shaban comes, then in that the 15th of Shaban, which is a very significant night, and then comes the whole month of Ramadan. Now what did Allah Ta'ala give us all these occasions for? These are not ordinary occasions, very great occasions, and especially the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Now we are already very close to this Mubarak time, and the days just fly past before a person knows it, the months have gone and now almost the year has gone. And now Ramadan last year was just here and is now again in front of us. We have no idea whether we will get to see the Mubarak month of Ramadan or not. But we need to start preparing for it so that inshallah Allah Ta'ala bless us with this Mubarak opportunity. We don't lose out. So now this hearing, this sight, if we start learning to control it from now, start putting the brakes on all the haram that it might be involved in, then the heart will start getting cleaned out because the hearing and sight impact directly on the heart. And if this heart gets cleaned out, then the heart will start becoming inclined towards what is very filled with nur, with righteousness, in the month of Ramadan, this heart will be truly inclined to taking the maximum benefit. Lot is to do with the environment. What kind of environment we put ourselves in. What we look at, that is our environment. What we listen to, that is our environment. If that environment is in order, it will have a tremendous impact on the heart. In the time of Rasulullah once one 
group of sahaba were on submission and on the way they captured one person who was the leader of his people so mama bin usal radiyallahu ta'ala people of yamama so they captured him and brought him brought him and tied him to a pillar in the masjid now he is tied to a pillar in the masjid so now in the masjid of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam only when he had to be taken for his need he will be taken brought back and tied there food will be given there the rest of the time he is just there so every day first day nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam passed by him he asked him ma indaka ya sumama what you have to say got something to say you have to say something so he responds and says that if you kill me then you are killing somebody who is deserving to be killed because i also committed many crimes i killed people and so on in taqtul taqtul zadamin wa in tun'im tun'im ala shakirin but if you will show kindness to me then you would be showing kindness to somebody who would be very grateful i won't ignore that kindness and then further he would add that if you want some money wealth to release me then ask the price make, make the price and it will be given to you and he thousand lamb heard his answer went away now he says stay in the masjid obviously what he is seeing in the masjid is people performing salah the sahaba ikram somebody reciting quran sharif he is hearing quran sharif being recited nothing else nobody speaking anything to him nobody gave him any bayan first day second day again nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked him asked him the same question he gives the same answer again leaves him and carries on the third day again nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked him again he gives the same answer after he gives the same answer nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says to sahaba atliqu sumama release him let him go let him go free so they opened the drop of whatever he was tied with let him go so he goes out of the masjid goes to a nearby orchard there was some well there goes and takes a ghusl and he comes back into the masjid to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu he brought iman he brought iman on what it was just that environment of the masjid that he was in there for 3 days nobody spoke to him anything nobody advised him about anything but that environment impacted on his heart and it brought iman deep down within him and he was a person who at one time had even tried to assassinate rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but now lagara turned his heart but what became the means of that an environment so now this month of ramadan comes it provides an environment but now if the heart is still filled even in that time with all kinds of dirt and filth and the heart allah forbid becomes sealed and now you get like waterproof watches take it 50 meters down also no moisture also goes in allah forbid the heart gets sealed it gets sealed because of sin sin upon sin zulumatun ba'duha fawqa ba'd allah tala says darknesses upon darknesses this became becomes layer upon layer fi qulubihim maradun fazadahum allah marada the sickness upon sickness in the heart as a result of which that diseased heart becomes so hard that now nothing seems to penetrate now like that watch which now was taken to such depth that the pressure is very deep very severe there and 
that pressure would be able to now push that water into anything. But that water, that watch is such a waterproof watch that not any bit of moisture goes inside. Now that is on a different note, that, that became a good thing for the watch. But the example to now apply to the heart, that Allah forbid that that heart becomes hardened because of sin, because of indifference. The occasions upon occasions come, the great days and nights come, and there's an indifference. So what now? He came and went now. I did something, whatever. But at the same time, the sins are carrying on. This indifference and this complete lack of any appreciation for these gifts of Allah wa ta'ala. This ends up darkening that heart and then there's layers upon layers of sin and Allah forbid then this becomes khatam Allahu ala qulubihim wa ala sam'ihim wa ala absarihim ghishawa like Allah Ta'ala speaks about some people who Allah Ta'ala seal their hearts khatam Allahu ala qulubihim their hearts have become sealed wa ala sam'ihim their hearing has become sealed nothing seems to penetrate wa ala absarihim ghishawa and there's like veils over their eyes they are seeing things in front of them who was walking and talking and suddenly he's gone and how he went away in one moment and who was on the peak of everything and suddenly he's deep down under the ground and who was where and where they all gone and how everything keeps changing in dunya one minute something is seeming like we are at the top of it next thing we don't know where we are seeing all this with our eyes but we're not taking any lesson we're not learning anything from it why? Wa'ala absarihim ghishawa. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. That's why over the eyes is then this veil, these curtains. So, what becomes the reason for this? What's the means of this? This sin upon sin. And despite all these reminders, and despite all these occasions, so now the important thing is that this Mubarak time is coming. So in this Mubarak time, Allah Ta'ala makes this very, very conducive for us. This is that ocean of Rahmat but we have to have this heart cleared of these layers of darknesses to be able to absorb that Rahmat so Allah has out of his kindness provided that opportunity to even get conscious of ourselves where we're going, what we're doing that before the month of Ramadan comes Shaban with all his great blessings and then the 15th of Shaban all these are things to now make us stop and think look what's coming now, Ramadan is just here now start making some effort, start preparing, start planning. A person who starts well in advance, then that now, that's a person who then benefits. He takes the maximum. So we need to start planning, start preparing. Preparing what? Preparing ourselves to take this maximum from the Mubarak month of Ramadan. The first part of this preparation is to remove, like a person now he's going to uh, start renovating, First, you start scraping all that paint that is peeling off. Start chopping things and breaking things down which have all come and caused a big problem in place. And things are leaking and whatever else. So first part of the renovation is removing all the things that have become rusted. So likewise, the first part of this preparation for Ramadan is to cleanse the rust out of the heart. And the first thing to do in that regard is sincere toba. Sincere toba thinking about what, what we have in our lives each one of us know what we need to make Tawbah from begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, making sincere Tawbah Tawbah is not just merely just saying something with our tongue and forgetting about it there's a resolution, there's remorse and regret in the heart 
How could I have ever done this? Allah Ta'ala's na'mas on me, countless bounties. And despite Allah Ta'ala's countless bounties, I still went and did all this wrong. I used Allah Ta'ala's na'mas to break Allah's commands, feeling that regret and remorse. One person, he had bought somebody a pair of shoes. He helped the person out, he bought the person a pair of shoes. The person was wearing the shoes. One day that same person, he bought the, who he bought the shoes from, that person came and pinned something from his yard or whatever. And now he pinned something from his yard and he ran away. So he managed to see him but he didn't catch him. Or he caught him later on. So now when he caught him, he caught him later on. So now he is even giving him a hiding too. And he's telling him, you stole that from my yard and then you came with, you came and you stole it and ran with the shoes that I gave you. You came walking into my yard, you pinched what you pinched, and then you ran away with it, but with the shoes I gave you. In other words, this is like an insult to rubbing uh, salt in the wound, and this is really now, you know, you've done the worst thing now. I gave you the shoes, you used the shoes to walk inside my yard to come and steal, and then to run away with my things. Now think about, Allah Ta'ala blessed us with all this. Allah Ta'ala gave us that eyes. Allah Ta'ala gave us those ears. Allah Ta'ala gave us that heart. What are we using that heart to think about? Allah Ta'ala gave us these hands and feet. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala is going to ask about this. All these limbs, all these organs, we're going to have to account for it. What we did with it. How we conducted ourselves. What we touched. What we walked towards. What we looked. What we listened to. And that heart which was supposed to be the home for the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala. The place for the love of Allah Ta'ala. For the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. But that heart was filled with all the things that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. With pride, with arrogance, with jealousy, with malice. With all the haram lusts. With all the things that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. So that obviously is going to be a very great problem on the day of Qiyamah. So now this is Allah Ta'ala's gift to us. These opportunities. Month of Shaban. Rajab is still with us for a few days, then Shaban, then Mubarak month of Ramadan. We still have no idea whether we are going to be around or not. But if we have a firm resolution, that inshallah we program ourselves from now, how we to spend this Mubarak month? Cut out all the things that will become a distraction then. Cut it out from now. Others are not going to come out then. All that social media and what not, spending time on futile things and in the phone and whatever else if we cut it out now it will stay out then we remain engrossed in all these things now then is this going to be a hope that will stop them that's very very difficult so this is this time that we have we have these few moments Allah knows best when suddenly our time comes before that moment we have to make the best of it prepare ourselves and in this way, our dunya will get made. Most importantly, our akhirat will get made. The ultimate, Allah Ta'ala will become happy with us. So, we should start preparing ourselves, preparing our families, speaking about this. When there's one wedding coming sometimes six months away, every other day there's some talk about it, there's some discussion, there's some preparation. One thing or the other, somebody starting a business, some starting some other, whatever it might be, that's months away. But there's constant planning and discussion and phone calls and going and checking things out. Mubarak month of Ramadan is coming that also needs this preparation. It needs this planning. 
It needs this thinking, it needs this discussion. So that by the time the Mubarak month of Ramadan comes, we are not just now still somewhere in the dark. It needs this motivation, the means of the talim, talim of Fazail Ramadan in our homes, in the masjid, we take part in it, and build up this enthusiasm, build up this zeal, so that we don't get left out out of the Mubarak month of Ramadan and the great blessings that Allah Ta'ala shows in that time, because in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says that that person is destroyed. That person is destroyed who the month of Ramadan came to him and he failed to gain his forgiveness. May that person be destroyed who the month of Ramadan came but he didn't gain the objective of Ramadan. So can we imagine what a deprivation, what a loss. So therefore we should start conscientizing ourselves, talking about it in our homes. Don't leave it for the 11th hour. Start preparing our program for the month of Ramadan from now, the program of Ibadat, the program of how we're going to set our day up, we've got our work to fulfill, we've got our other needs and whatever necessities to sort out, all that in its place. But the priority would be to how to fit in all the various amal, the Ibadat. And even while we have to be doing some of our work, etc., what we can be still engaged in, some tasbihah, some zikr, we start practicing that from now. From now we'll start practicing, we'll be able to do it then. We don't practice from now, we'll remember after Ramadan. This is what I should have been doing. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala enable us to become truly conscious of the Mubarak month that is approaching. Allah Ta'ala grant us a tawfiq of sincere tawbah, making istighfar, making amends for the past and focusing ourselves towards the future in a very positive manner. Exactly for a few minutes and then go on. reported in the Hadith Sharif, the person who recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous deeds and save him from sin. So inshallah we should, and this will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. So we should try and make this a daily pro- part of our daily program, that we spend the time in our homes, in our own time and place. We recite this kalima la ilaha illallah hundred times. Allah Ta'ala give us a coffee for this. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi وَأَصْحَابِهِ وَبَارَكَ وَسَلَّمَ تَسْلِيمًا كَثِيرًا كَثِيرًا يَا رَبِّ صَلِّ وَسَلِّمْ دَائِمًا أَبَدًا عَلَى حَبِيبِكَ خَيْرِ الْخَلْقِ كُلِّهِمِ جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله 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 
ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا واخطانا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving allah اله العالمين يا الله of your grace and mercy allah forgive us ya allah ya allah forgive all of each and every sin ya allah اله العالمين cleanse us from every sin every single sin ya allah 
what we did deliberately, what we did mistakenly, ya Allah, ilahul alameen, ya Allah, Allah, all your ni'mats and bounties showering upon us, countless bounties, ya Allah, Allah, but we have been so ungrateful, ya Allah, we used your bounties to break your commands, ya Allah, ilahul alameen, forgive us, ya Allah, Allah, forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah, show your maghfirat on the ummah, ya Allah, show your rahmat on the ummah, ya Allah, ilahul alameen, we acknowledge whatever is happening to the ummah is due to our sins, ya Allah, it's all our misdeeds, ya Allah, Allah, we have disregarded your commands, Ya Allah. We turned our back onto your way, onto the, your commands, Ya Allah. Onto the way of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen. Our actions have brought down all the consequences, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen. We are making Tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, we are making sincere Tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us a sincerity in this Tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, we regret what we have done, Ya Allah. We regret all the sins we have committed, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen. We regret the disobedience, Ya Allah. We regret the disloyalty, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen. Ya Allah, we regret all the wrongs we have done, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making a firm resolution not to go back to the sins in the future, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. You safeguard us, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. The sins of the ears, Ya Allah. The sins of the tongue, Ya Allah. The sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. From the sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, cleanse and purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, our hearts were supposed to be filled with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Our hearts were supposed to be filled with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we brought all the filth of the world and put it in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. This great na'mat and bounty you blessed us with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Instead of filling it with your muhabbat, Ya Allah, we brought all the filth and dirt and put it in, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Cleanse our hearts out, Ya Allah. Cleanse our hearts out, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Fill our hearts with the love of his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the A'mal of Deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, with the efforts of Deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us a tawfiq of doing all that which pleases you, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform five times Salah with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in the Salah, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite your Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Allah, there's so much of time we are spending reading so many things, Ya Allah. Allah, we have ample of ample time to read all kinds of social media messages, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are reading all kinds of news, Ya Allah. But if you're not reading, we're not reading your kalam e Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us a topic of reading the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from wasting our time, Ya Allah. This great asset of time you have blessed us with, Ya Allah. We are just allowing it to drip away, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us a realization of the, Ya Allah, of the great bounty of time, Ya Allah. Of the value of time, Ya Allah. Enable us to use this time and this great asset you gave us in your obedience, Ya Allah. In earning your great, Ya Allah, qurb and closeness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, make them complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Raise their stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it to the afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those who are in debts, Ya Allah, make their debts get paid out with ease and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, whatever difficulties, hardships, anxiety, depression, worry people are in, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove it with afiyat. Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant sukoon and itminan to the hearts, Ya Allah. Grant sukoon and itminan in the homes, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make every home a garden of Jannah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the hardships and difficulties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, due to our sins, Ya Allah. Due to your disobedience, Ya Allah. Due to having trampled your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've made our homes places like Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've made our lives like Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all this is due to our own doings, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. 
گرانٹ اس توفیق آف رائٹ از دیز یا اللہ ود دا برکت آف اعمال میک اوور ہومز جنت یا اللہ میک اوور ہومز گارڈنز آف جنت یا اللہ میک اوور ہارٹ گارڈنز آف جنت یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ یونائٹ دی ہارٹس آف دا امت یا اللہ یونائٹ دی ہارٹس آف سپاؤسز یا اللہ یونائٹ دی ہارٹس آف پیرنٹس اینڈ چلڈرن یا اللہ یونائٹ دی ہارٹس آف فیملیز یا اللہ یونائٹ دی ہارٹس آف کمیونٹیز یا اللہ یونائٹ دی ہارٹس آف دی امت آف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم یا اللہ یونائٹ ون اینڈ آل آن حق یا اللہ یونائٹ آل آن وٹ پلیزز یو یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ آل دا گڈ دیٹ وی آسٹ ہو یا اللہ اللہ یو گرانٹیڈ آؤٹ آف یور گریس اینڈ مرسی یا اللہ وٹ ایور وی آسٹ یا اللہ شی ڈڈ ناٹ آسٹ یا اللہ اللہ ود آؤٹ آسٹنگ گرانٹیڈ ٹو اس یا اللہ الہ العالمین آل دوز ہیو ریز دیر ہینڈس ٹو دس دعا آل دوز ہو آسٹ اس ٹو میک دعا فار دیم الہ العالمین یا اللہ ایچ ون یا اللہ گرانٹ دیم دا بیسٹ آف دنیا اینڈ آخرت یا اللہ ریموو آل دیر ڈفیکلٹیز اینڈ ہارڈشپس یا اللہ الہ العالمین ریموو آل دیر انزائٹیز اینڈ وریز اینڈ سورو اینڈ گریف یا اللہ فل دیر ہارٹس وت اطمینان اینڈ سکون یا اللہ گرانٹ دیم دا بیسٹ آف دنیا اینڈ دی بیسٹ آف آخرت یا اللہ گرانٹ ایچ ون برکت ان دیر رزق یا اللہ گرانٹ ابنڈنٹ حلال اینڈ طیب رزق فل وت برکت یا اللہ Save each one from every drop and grain of haram, Ya Allah. Save us from that which is doubtful, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept our du'as out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the Mubarak month of Ramadan is at our doorstep, Ya Allah. Enable us to prepare correctly for it, Ya Allah. Enable us to engross ourselves in preparation for it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from that situation that these Mubarak days and nights come, Ya Allah. These Mubarak months come, Ya Allah. But due to our indifference, we become destroyed, Ya Allah. Due to our indifference, our hearts become sealed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from this grace. great calamity ya allah save us from this destruction ya allah allah make us your obedient servants ya allah make us those who look very eagerly towards these great occasions ya allah and who use this time correctly ya allah billahul alamin grant us our families our friends and relatives and the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the true appreciation for these great occasions ya allah and enable us to earn the object of these occasions ya allah illahul alamin ya allah you grant us every khair ya allah save us from every shar ya allah allahumma inna nas'aluka min khairi ma سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين الحمد لله